Hello friends, welcome back to Meg Living Inside Out. This is episode 19 of Friendship, Finding Friends on Social Media. Does not wisdom call? Does not understanding raise her voice? On the heights beside the way, at the crossroads, she takes her stand. Beside the gates in front of the town, at the entrance of the portals, she cries aloud. Proverbs 8 verse 1 through 3. Social media is the marketplace of today. It is what the city gates were back then, a meeting place where people go to have conversations, have debates, have discussion, have business deals, um, meet spouses. It brings me so much joy how God has used social media for his glory and my life is a very great testament to those blessings. And probably your life as well, because you are listening to this podcast, most likely because of social media. Proverbs 8 tells us that wisdom is calling out in the marketplace. Now, folly is also calling out in the marketplace, and we read that in other parts of the book of Proverbs earlier on. So when we go to the marketplace, we are going to learn. Inherently, even if we are just going for entertainment, we are going to learn. We are going for entertainment that's going to either pursue us and push us towards wisdom, or it is going to direct us towards folly. And you get to choose what you prioritize in your timeline. You get to teach the you teach the algorithm what to show you. And you you can't. You can't reset the algorithm, you can only retrain it, same way you can only retrain your brain. Some of you might need to delete your accounts and start a fresh account with a fresh algorithm because you have so many things that you need to reset in your life. So keep that in mind if, as, as we go on and you think about your social media experience, man, I'm not doing with my social media what Meg is telling me to do. You might need a completely blank slate. So. Bear that in mind. There are only two women in the marketplace, wisdom or folly. And if you are not intentional about pursuing wisdom, you will, you will end up engaging in folly. And that's when social media is at its most meaningless. Now, that's my first suggestion. Follow people that you want to learn from. Number two. Friendships are in the at replies. If you're on Instagram, this is the comment section. So prioritize the people that you want to learn from. And and look at, when you, when you find a post that interests you, that seems to be pursuing wisdom and processing an idea that you are curious about learning about or expanding, open up the comment section and read who is engaging with that idea and look for other people of wisdom because we can't all be friends with Jordan Peterson. He's too busy. Um, Also, he's not on Twitter right now, but this is July 12th, so what do I know? Um, We can't all be friends with the big people on social media, but we can be friends with the medium-sized people on social media. And once you get into the medium-sized peak groups, 
the, the medium-sized accounts on social media, then you're more likely to find smaller communities and people who will actually be friends with you. Um, <laughs> um, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So look for the comments that are intelligent and thoughtful and then go to that person's profile and profile them. Look at the picture that they chose to represent themselves. Look at the keywords they chose to explain who they are and what they're about. Look at their pictures and evaluate the fruit of their life. Profiling is simply a keyword for the process of evaluating the fruit in someone's life. And I'm pretty sure we've talked about that before on this podcast. So then follow that person if, the, if you want to learn from them. And then show up in their comment section and um, engage with their ideas. Express what you appreciate. And if, if you're a lurker, this could be really hard, but um, I believe in you. There are friendships for lurkers too. And um, there are many nonverbal ways of showing appreciation. And once you figure out, depending on what platform you're on, what that method is for your platform use that to show appreciation. I have followed people simply because they were consistently in my Instagram stories. I knew nothing about them. I just saw her face over and over and over again in my Instagram stories. And I was like, huh, I wonder who she is. And I clicked on her profile and she was private, but she had a link in her bio. And her link told me who she was. And I said, I want to meet this girl. So I requested to follow back and I followed back and she accepted and now we're friends. And so her intentionality there, not the only time I've made friends that way, her intentionality there, maybe she's just on social media a lot, I don't know, um, was part of what drew me to her. And, and really, we believe that God directs their steps of a righteous man. That's a paraphrase of scripture, Psalms or Proverbs, I forget. And God absolutely directs the click steps of a righteous man or woman. So look for the small people who are pursuing wisdom and maybe who have more time and accessibility and conversation and begin to invest in them. Even if you're shy, just a little bit at a time. You know, some emojis, emoji reactions and the direct messages. Like, that's another way that I met one of my dearest friends. And Nicole and I talk all the time now. So, um, except for this week. Because summer, summer has just been crazy. But we talk a lot. Um, even though she's off social media and we've transitioned to a long-distance relationship. Which... Long-distance relationships and social media relationships are similar, but completely different skills. And I'm still working up to talking about long-distance relationships. There's just... My very first friendship was a long-distance relationship. Back in the 90s, before the internet, when the dinosaur laptops 
were an inch thick at the base at least. So, I'm sorry, only 90s kids will remember is showing. Um, the last thing that I want to say about the comment section, um, or specifically Twitter and at replies, is don't only, you don't have to reply to the first tweet reply to a reply of the first tweet and you're more likely to have a conversation with that person so friendship is in the comment section number three cast a wide net now if i was starting a account from scratch regardless of what platform i would follow broadly and intentionally. So I would start by following people I want to learn from. I'd get in the comment section and I would start following people who are the middle influencers. And I would start building friendships there, but also I would be very open about anyone who engages with me following them and just being open to seeing what what they have to say you know does it interest me is it part of the conversation is it something i want to learn from and it is so interesting to me how when you cast a wide net you end up meeting more people and and those people start to come to the forefront and on twitter the best way to do this is with a private list and so, um, if you make a private list, it's something that other people cannot see that they've been added on. So it's similar to the close friends list on the Instagram stories. Now, if you, we're not talking about Instagram just yet. So on Twitter, and people do not know this. So this is my evangelism for Twitter. Like your experience on Twitter will drastically change. Make a list of the people that you are most interested in hearing from. Make it private first, then add them on. Um, the, the, the list function is very tedious inside the app, so you might want to do it on desktop or do it from the list and don't go to the profile and then add them because on the app it's just stupid, but you can make it work on the desktop. I've spent time fussing with this and... It took them forever to pin lists, and really, I have been active on Twitter off and on since 2011, which is over a decade, and they really, really should have made a bigger deal about lists a long, long time ago. So I'm here to make a big deal about it for them on your behalf, because I actually care that you connect with the people that you want to connect with. That is the point of social media. So, make a list, make it private, make the um, name of the list an emoji that you really like to look at, and add a bunch of people to it, um, and then pin it to your homepage, and then go on that list, and it will show you the most recent tweets. What I love about this is that you're guaranteed that this person is online right now, most likely. Or it will tell you, posted within the past 5 minutes, 15 minutes, what have you. And so you can stay in the know, engage with the recent tweets, and that's 
where the fun is on Twitter, when the witty banter goes back and forth, and maybe you're not witty, but if you can think of something witty within an hour or even 12 hours, people will appreciate that. So more power to you. So make a private list and, and pin it to your homepage. And if you really want to get fancy, make a list of your girlfriends that you want to follow, that you want to be besties with. Make a list of um, motivational accounts that you want to follow, that you want to be like. Or make a list of people who are all talking about a certain sport. Like, I don't know. I'm not a sports person. I'm so sorry. I have no good examples. But disc golf or um, photography. I, I've i made a list of a bunch of photographers and they're constantly retweeting interesting, interesting beautiful photos. And I love seeing what they put up. So... Um, lists. Lists are the best way to make Twitter a fun, interesting place. Um, and if you want to get people together in a conversation, you know, add them to a list together and make it public. And that way it'll show up on their notifications. So-and-so added to you, added you to such-and-such name list. Now, people also use this as an insult on Twitter, but, um, we're not here to go and pick fights, are we now? I said, are we now? We're going to keep our four-letter words to ourselves, and we're going to not pick fights over things that are not our business, and we don't go grabbing stray dogs by the ears. So now that I've had my little proverbial mother lecture squeezed in, um, let's talk about following the people you care about on Instagram. They finally, praise the Lord, just released a thing called favorites, which means that the people that you favorite will show up first on your list. Alternatively, even if you just add somebody to your close friends list, even if they don't follow you, it will still bump them up in, in, what's the thing of what Instagram recommends to you first. Instagram's goal is to keep you on the app as long as possible so they can sell advertising. Um, I think... Instagram is the best at doing this for me right now, um, so I'm using them as the example because I can speak most accurately to how it is working on me. Um, so they will offer you up three and a half accounts because they'll so show you three and a half circles, and then automatically you get to make a choice between those three and a half circles of which one you want to see first. And Instagram takes that and tells it, and it tells their algorithm, and it, it, words are hard. You are then telling the algorithm, I care about this person more than this person. If you refresh your Instagram, it will give you a different three and a half set of people. And then you can pick from those. But your actions are teaching the algorithm what you want. And, um, so... Bear that in mind. Um, but also, I believe adding people to your close friends list won't bump them up. Adding them as your favorites probably should. Um, it was about dang time that they added that feature to Instagram. But, you know, this is my little social media rant place on my podcast. And I have opinions and I'm going to share them. Thank you for participating in my tiny soapbox with my tiny violin. 
Um, so you get to vote on who you see first. And there was a season of Instagram where I saw this one girl the most because I just, I wasn't particularly, I really, I knew that she kind of liked me, but I don't know that she cared about me, if that makes any sense. And I'm just, I'm a very all or nothing person. Ambivalence is not good for relating to me, uh, if that makes any sense. So, um, I felt like she cared about me once, and then besides that, it was just like, oh, okay, cool. Um, but I consistently chose her stories over other people's, and so she was at the front, even though she really wasn't my friend, really. Um, so I did end up unfollowing her, and she figured that out and unfollowed me pretty quickly, and haven't heard from her since. Hope she's doing well. Um, so, and then another time, this is actually really important for me. Another time, there was a girl who I mostly engaged with her because I engaged with her, if that makes any sense. Um, I would see her stories and then I would react. And then when I would go to my messages, because she was up in my messages, I would see her stories more, if that makes any sense. And I have since made use of um, when you have a professional Instagram account, they give you this thing called a priority inbox and a general inbox. And so um, I put the people that I keep up with regularly in my priority inbox and I also check their stories more. So Instagram knows that they're my main people. And then the other folks that I keep up with but do not get my first priority go in general. So, um, and I'm pretty good about checking DMs uh, unless I'm like taking the day off and trying to reset from social media because the sometimes the internet gives me jitters and I just need to like stop overthinking and calm the twitch and have some tea and magnesium so all of that to say it is good to cast a wide yet intentional net but then also focus your efforts on the cream that rises to the top and also you know you never know who will engage with you and take interest in what you have to say because you've cast that wide net and that gives you an opportunity to choose someone back. Now, you may profile them and decide that you need to have boundaries for that person. They're not necessarily someone that you want to learn from, but they're engaging with you. Or you may evaluate them and see them as an equal, in which case, great. You have officially found a friend. When you find someone where they treat you like an equal and they're intentional about replying and responding and you know you're vulnerable a little bit to this amount and they match that vulnerability and then maybe they're a little a little bit more vulnerable and then you match that vulnerability that's how you know that you've built a friend you have a friendship building and (sighs) 
man, that, that just makes me so, so happy. Um, I have to tell a story. So when I got on Twitter, really active on Twitter in 2011, um, and I thought I was late. Ha, 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 ha. So funny. Um, when I got on Twitter in 2011, there was this movie, October Baby, and they retweeted a girl named Sarah. And Sarah had this single sentence, very thoughtful, concise tweet. I have no idea what she wrote, but I read that tweet and I thought, I want to be friends with her. So I followed her. I gave her the nonverbal cues. I engaged in the comment section. Eventually, she realized that I wanted to be her friend, and she followed me back. And she engaged in my, with my tweets and in my comment section. And then we were in the direct messages together. And then we ended up meeting in person. That's how this works. Um, I forget if she was the first person I met via social media or one of... Um, actually no i met my first social media friend via facebook and they were a friend of a friend and that was really cool so i still remember the first phone call and voice message and where i was standing and yeah that that is always a surreal moment of this person is real and they have a voice and it's crazy <laughs> things that um Back in the day, in our day, social media was text-based, and audio was this very grand development. So, um, yes, back in my day when I was uh, tweeting to school uphill both ways, but I digress. We only had 140 characters, you poor souls. And when you retweeted, you had to use RT and then type in the other person's tweet and then you had to take out vowels to indicate what the words were because you had to add your own comment at the front ancient times y'all ancient times but we survived and here we all are you are inheriting the new mess of social media make of it what you will um a few years later sarah told me that I taught her how to make friends on social media with by my example and that intentionality. And that really encouraged me and it meant a lot to me. And it taught me that this this thing called social media friendship is something that can be learned. And you know, if, if you are in a really isolated situation, this could be a godsend for you. And that, that's part of why I made this podcast is because especially if you're in an isolated situation and you haven't had a lot of opportunity to make friends, like the instincts are there. A friend is very simply somebody that you spend time with, you know, somebody that you share ideas with and share what you're going through and they they celebrate the good things and they're sad with you on the sad things and um you know you you learn from each other and you learn to you learn to do better with each other and that's that's how you grow as friends and when you have a friendship that stands the test of time and you've grown with each other whoo 
Y'all, I have friendships from social media with people I have never met in person that go back eight, nine years. That, that boggles my mind. It's a huge blessing and it boggles my mind. All that to say, I hope this episode has given you some ideas about what to do on social media to make friends. You don't have to be lonely. It doesn't have to be like a digital journal thing. And uh, you can connect with people who care about you. And that's, that's really huge. If this podcast has given you something to think about, something you need to work through and process, I would encourage you to visit the link in the description, inversedream.com slash podcast slash friendship. There will be a web form there that will connect you with a digital mentor who wants to help and encourage you in your walk with Christ. This is not a professional counselor, simply a Christian who wants to encourage you. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Meg. I love my Jesus, and I believe in living inside out. Now it's your turn. Go and live it.